If you're listening in to this bonus bite session of Think, Discuss, Act, this is Jeremy, uh, and I'm here to talk to you a little bit about that notion of time as it relates or connects to the Paideia seminar cycle. And for those of you that are familiar with the Paideia plans, you know that there is roughly anywhere from three to four hours of possible content uh, packed into those plans. But if you aren't familiar with the plans, I'll describe in some detail about kind of the parts of the whole. And so as we think about a seminar experience, it's more than just the discussion. Much like our show, where we think about something, we discuss, and then we act upon it or give an action idea, the seminar plan for a a group of learners is similar with a launch activity that's meant to sort of get people thinking about the concepts or big ideas that will be talked about in the discussion or seminar. And then you have your inspectional read of whatever the excerpt might be. Uh, Maybe it's an image, artwork, it could be a poem, a song. And that sort of first read is just to get familiar with what the text looks like, feels like. And then you sort of go into vocab and background information, uh, followed up with an analytical read uh, that digs a little bit deeper. This is all still, again, before the discussion. One other key principle to the Paideia Seminar plan cycle is goal setting. And so some some of the goal setting piece is something that's done before the discussion, but it's also something that needs to be considered between seminars and discussion in general. So how am I as a speaker and a listener? How am I as a thinker, uh, as a reader and a writer? And so then, of course, you uh, have your time for discussion, depending upon the age. If, if you're some of our youngest learners, three and four years old, maybe it's a 10-minute discussion. Uh, if you're some of our more seasoned Paideia seminar practitioners or participants, let's say you're a junior or senior in high school and you've been doing this for quite a while, maybe 45 minutes for a discussion or even possibly longer with follow-up if you find that there's more to be said. So today's bonus bite is really about how to break up the seminar into digestible chunks of time. So as we talked about time and how it seems to vary based on experience, uh, based on, on background, based on dynamics in the classroom, or wherever you might be when it comes to learning, if we think about the seminar plan, it can really sort of be broken up into different chunks. And so as we sort of think about a school week or a work week, and roughly the time periods that, that are more natural times for class. So let's say you have a 40 or 45 minute block for class. You may use one of those days for the discussion part of the seminar cycle, but that doesn't mean that you're squeezing the entire plan into that one day. That also doesn't mean that you have to give up three to four hours or multiple days to this seminar cycle. Rather, it's being intentional about choosing your time when it comes to picking where you want to start Uh, where you want to put emphasis, and then how you want to close out that cycle. So I'll give you an example. A lot of educators will will ask about how long should the launch activity be? How many days ahead of the seminar should it take place? And then what if I want students to keep thinking about this question or this quote or this experience? And so some advice that I would share is that it's completely up to the dynamics of your classroom. Let's say, for instance, on Monday, you wanted to have a bell ringer and and post a quote uh, around some of the ideas that you might be discussing later in the week. Example may be if you're looking at artwork, maybe you post uh, a piece of art from the artist 
uh, without really much information and just allow students to sort of share the first idea that comes to mind when they view the art and just sort of collect that and don't say much more. Maybe that's a two-minute launch activity. So you see what I'm saying? It can vary anywhere from two minutes, just a quick kind of get started. Uh, maybe you even close out that day with another image of the artist's work, uh, just to sort of see how they vary in style, mood, tone, color, whatever might be your sort of goal for getting them excited about thinking more about what might be coming. And so again, that launch could really be personalized for your experience and for your students' experience. That being said, as we sort of think about the next step in the cycle, that's that sort of inspectional read, that first encounter with what the text will be for a seminar. Again, these are personal decisions, and we, we believe in the agency of the facilitator to sort of choose how they want to use that experience with, with from the launch to the inspectional read and beyond. And so then the next sort of step is the background around the author, uh, and that's really anyone who's producing that work, uh, whether it be a photo, a print, um, excerpt from text, a poem, whatever it may be, it, it's sort of tipping our hat to the individual in, in reference to the time period, sort of what was happening, who they are, so that the students have a sense of sort of what, what's happening. That being said, as, as we sort of move into that second analytical read, maybe that's another 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, that could be potentially done for homework if you wanted students to think uh, more about it outside of class time. It may also be that, let's say they're watching a video, that they're watching that video right before the discussion begins. So really, again, this gets back to sort of your use of time. Do you want to put extra emphasis on the analytical read as opposed to the introduction uh, reading? Do you want students to read it a third time? If it's a maybe a complex or difficult text, maybe they're reading in partners. But as we think about sort of the purpose of, of how we break apart the parts in the whole, we're really trying to give you as much flexibility with time to make the most out of these the seminar cycle. So that sort of takes us to the goal setting piece. That's relatively straightforward in the sense that students are selecting a personal process goal for the discussion itself. But again, that's not something that should be in a silo. That's not something that should only be brought about once a month or whenever you might be doing seminar. It should really be something students are thinking about improving in the sort of habits of speaking and listening, reading and writing and thinking well beyond the seminar discussion itself. So it may be that a student has selected a goal during a project and they want to sort of stretch that out and see how they might be able to use that within the seminar itself. It could also be that after the discussion is done, they reflect and see, did I meet that goal? And what do I need to work on between now and the next time we have a discussion? That being said, again, the goal setting piece could happen right before the seminar, uh, maybe five minutes before. It could happen the day before, if you'd like, if students really wanted to be thoughtful, maybe that's the homework for class that day for them to think about what they might want to pick as a goal. But right before you begin the discussion, there is that important part about picking a group process goal. And again, that's something that, that is sort of done with the class or the group, but really sort of you're driving that in the sense that you know where you want to, to sort of move the group. Uh, and if it's one of your first seminars or you haven't had seminar in a while, then you might suggest a goal. But if you've just had a seminar a week ago or two weeks ago, 
and the students or learners are really plugged into what needs to change, then, then you certainly could ask them for, the, for their thoughts on what might be a good group process goal. Again, maybe that's two to three minutes. So that sort of gets us to the actual discussion part of Paideia Seminar. And so again, depending upon age, depending upon the text, depending upon engagement, it could very well be anywhere from 10 to 45 minutes. Uh, it, the key here is in, in knowing when to sort of call time. It may also be that if you thought the seminar discussion was only going to go 30 minutes and the learners just uh, took it to a level beyond expectation and you find that you've got a little time, you can adjust your timing of this to sort of stretch it out a little bit further. The key again is when you close seminar, you don't want to close it right at the bell because you want to allow a little bit of time for processing around the goal setting piece. And that's not to say that you couldn't look at uh, whether students met their goals on the next follow-up day for a few minutes, but when it's fresh on their minds and their hearts and they've just completed the seminar, it's worth taking two minutes to, to just do a check to see did we meet our group goal and did you meet your personal process goal. So as we've talked about stretching time and thinking about across the week, let's say that seminar discussion happened on Wednesday. And so now you're sort of moving into the post-seminar work. Uh, maybe it's a writing task. And so depending upon what class you might be teaching or what you might uh, have expectation-wise for your learners, it could be that it's a, a modified writing activity. It sort of is a, a sort of process response. Maybe it's a paragraph or two, and it's just sort of a, a way to collect ideas without much emphasis on, on sort of working towards publication. Then again, the way the seminar plan is typically written is to take a piece of writing towards publication. As we mean that it has uh, the editing process as a part of it that it's more than a single draft, that there is some thinking about the writing to refine it and polish it so that whoever is reading it has a sense of what's happening. So I say that to say that there's a lot to unpack with that post-process activity. Uh, it may also be that you find that given the activity, given the seminar discussion, maybe it's as simple as saying your post-seminar activity is to go home and have a conversation about what you found most intriguing about this piece of art. And so each of those sort of post-seminar process plans is meant to be a, an opportunity to extend thinking outside of the discussion. It's also a way to sort of see what someone uh, is thinking about and, and sharing once the discussion is over. This is very powerful for learners who maybe don't share as much or didn't speak during the seminar outside of the round robin. Uh, but this is a chance to sort of connect with them in a different way. So again, that could be anywhere from 30 minutes in entirety, maybe 15 minutes on Thursday, and maybe 15 minutes on Friday. Uh, or it could go two to three hours stretched out over the course of the next two weeks if students were working on some type of essay that needed polishing and editing and ultimately an audience they were presenting to outside of, of it being turned in for just the teacher's eyes or, or for a grade. It is important, though, to make sure that as you look through the plan itself, what are the most important things to support you and the students in their learning journey? 
and, and to tie into the content, uh, whether it be social, emotional, or curricular, but so that students' voices are heard and that the experiences around communication are, are rich. That, that being said, uh, consider how to best break up a plan across a week or three days or two days, uh, and then really think about uh, what's most important, what you want to get away from the text itself, and then where you want to go next. The other piece of this is that you should sort of leave the seminar cycle experience wanting to have another discussion sooner than later. So that's our time. I hope that this was helpful uh, and that as you listen to the episode on time and think about bell time and think about how we perceive time and when it slows down and when it speeds up, that you'll also consider uh, how time varies in the seminar cycle. Thanks for listening to Bonus Bites with Jeremy Spillman.